Legend says that a crystal skull was stolen from a mythical lost city in the Amazon. Supposedly built out of solid gold, guarded by the living dead. Whoever returns the skull to the city temple will be given control over its power. You will help us find it. You are listening to Film That Guy, Guy Sequel Remix. This is episode 389. I'm Mark Mike. Coasting into summer. Coasting. Coasting. Okay. You know, if you're cool, you drop the G. I don't like dropping Gs. Yeah, coasting. We're just coasting the summer. Coasting Feels like summer. it, right? Like, yeah. We're in summer. We are. Summertime. Co- we coasted in. I, I think the 21st is official, though I think I declared it Memorial Day. Yeah. The last show. Either way. Yeah. And, uh. Coasting in. You know, we're just taking it as it comes. Yeah. Days are hot. Nights are cold. Nights, yeah. You know, get the barbecue out, watch a ball game. What else do people do in the summer? Go on a, um, go on a swim? Go, yeah, a little, little, little paddling. Yeah. Some paddling. Get on the beach. Mow the lawn. You gotta keep up on the lawn work. Lawn. That's my, like, we talked off, I'm going on vacation this weekend. Yeah. That's my biggest thing is like squeezing in the lawn mowing. Mm-hmm. We're leaving Saturday morning, squeezing that in Friday night. Oh, just, yeah. I hate doing that. I hate doing that. My lawn's not ready for it. Yeah, you're on a schedule. I, yeah, and, and I got I got to force a lawn mowing. Otherwise, it's going to be the seed when I get back, and I can't have that. You want to just um, pay a neighbor kid? Hell no! There ain't no kid mowing my lawn, dude. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't trust a person that has a has a has a stranger mow their lawn. Yeah. If you have your kid mow your lawn, that's cool. Every but no summer, adult man should be paying some other kid to mow their lawn. Every summer, some teen boy comes knocks on my door and says, hey, can I mow your lawn? And I do my own lawn work, but <laughs> I also kind of want to help him out. I was like, hey, good for you for going around, lugging this hot ass. Pushing the mower around. Pushing the mower. It's like freaking hot. It's like the deadest I've ever been. Like, I just mowed it yesterday. Just give him 10 bucks. Um, then I go, well, what does that run? Does he take like square pay? <laughs> It's logistics. What's your I, Venmo? Yeah, I never. I don't keep cash in the house like a drug dealer. Like <laughs> people talk about like uh, you know the school. You know they'll sell those uh, uh, coupon books. You're seeing that you know twenty bucks and it's hundred dollars worth of coupons. I'm never gonna. Use you don't this. care a little walking around cash? I should, but I don't. Oh I, man, you I, always I never gotta think have some walking around money. I don't walk around. <laughs> I, I I have friends. I don't know if you're this way. I don't know if this is what you're referring to. You know the guy is. Oh, it's payday. It's payday Friday. Head down to the ATM. Take eighty bucks out. That's my walking around money. I sounds good in practice, but what am I ever use that money? Yeah, I mean, I I still am out and about town. That's true. So hey, you go somewhere for work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm out and about town. I'm in the I'm in the decor of the city. Sure. So I'm always. Throwing, a, throwing some walking around money around. Oh, you buy a shop. newspaper, you get your shoes polished yeah, downtown. Run down to the bodega, you yeah. know, get a get a seltzer and a and a baby Ruth or something. Uh-huh. Yep. You know, so yeah. Or yeah, I mean, I ran down today, I got myself a a, a water and a bottled water and a bag of chips. Yeah. At like nine AM because I was just feeling it. I was like, I want a bag of chips at nine AM, so I went and got it. You have like a breakfast chip? Like a funyun? I I <laughs> No, I I saw Funnies and I was like, too early for Funnies. Oh, oh, you oh, you think fun? I don't know what chip is a good nine a.m. chip. I think a Funnie, you know, it's like a lighter bite. You know, I don't think a Funnie is a chip I would want in the morning. Okay. I clearly didn't today. I yeah. went sour cream and onion. Okay, 
I mean, it's still oniony. Still oniony. I don't know why. Ruffle um, or Lay's. A Lay's. Oh, very thin. Yeah, very thin. I like, chip I'm a Lay's man. Um, if I could get regularly Tim's Cascade style in a small sure. snack bag at a gas station or or the or the little shop I go to, I would. But yeah. they never. They only have Frito Lay stuff. It's hard to find. So, other others I would get. I'm always in the mood for uh, Tim's jalapenos. Uh-huh. So, morning, night, hungry, not hungry. Yeah. Whatever. So yeah. So I use my walking room. I do that. I like a salt and vinny. That's not a nine a.m. Ooh, that's a little hard for nine a.m. You don't want to kill your hard. taste buds before lunch. Exactly. <laughs> it also, doesn't. I mean, it pairs. It pairs nicely with like a like a sprite. That that's not a coffee chip. That's, no, yeah, not a coffee. Chip that's not an orange juice. You don't you don't want to get like a apple juice and a salt big chip. You know. Yeah. Well, amongst all this summer stuff, what have you been watching? Got a few things in. Um, what we did for the show, and then and then I I everything is uh, two rewatches and a new movie to me. Okay. And I'll be interested to see if you watched if you if you've seen this new movie. Me. Um. So I threw on 1985's Arnold Schwarzenegger Commando. I've seen it. Yeah. Is that, the, um, is that the new one to you? No. And frankly, I'm 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 sorry I'm throwing it in the trash heap. Oh man. It's going on the heap. That movie sucks. It's not good. I love Commando. It's it when was the last time you watched it? Uh when did Get Out come out? I only remember this because I watched it uh with a with a mutual friend. And uh we watched Get Out and then he just wanted to hang out for another movie, and I was like, We threw on Commando. It's a good bro out movie. It was. My yeah. my wife watched it with us and she got mad because we were like doing the thing you do when you throw on like a commando, which is we were just talking over it. We were kind of making fun of yeah. it. Doing like our own impression. She was like, hey, will you guys shut the fuck up? I'm trying to watch commando. Because she had never seen it. So she was she was sucked into the story. Uh, that's a good that's a good bro out. Have a couple drinks. Yeah. Background movie. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, it's a, it's a trash movie. It's not good. And I'm... And I think I'm compartmentalizing it within Arnold Schwarzenegger um, action films. Sure, it's just at the bottom. It's low. I mean, it's low tier. Is it better than a lot of other '80s action movies? Yeah, sure. But I just there's better Arnold movies to put on. Yeah, you know, I anybody follows me on Letterbox. I I'm a list maker. I love making a list. A Tears of Arnold might might not be a bad road to go down because I mean, obviously he has like god tier movies, Uh, Terminator Two, you know. I don't know, True Lies probably in there. Mm-hmm. I'm curious where Commando Last fall. Action Hero would be up there for me. I love Last Action Hero. I'm I would be curious to revisit Last Action Hero. Um, I haven't seen it in a while, and uh, pocket another pocket that let's do. They they did it for their show, and what they do they review bad movies. I was like, oh, that's a bad movie based on Rotten Tomatoes. So oh. I'd be curious to revisit it of why why does it fall below the forty? I'm like I don't know, like Running Man. Is Commando better than Running Man? I like Running Man better than Commando. Yeah, that's why we gotta make the list. Yeah, yeah, put it on paper. But though I will say, Commando has maybe the coolest, most relatable opening scene. I love that opening scene with the garbage man. Oh, that scene! Be- I think you meant chopping wood. Oh no, that's like that's like scene four or five. Yeah, because like, I I carry a big ass log. Yeah, so I. I the opening scene is the garbage, sure. the garbage hit, and anyone can relate to waking up in the morning and hearing the trash truck and being like, "Oh no, I, I didn't get my trash out," yeah. and you go running out. And I, 
just something about that now next time that happens i'm gonna have my head on a swivel for a hit yeah a hit out on me god bless my trash people you know when we have a holiday like our day gets pushed back and i i forgot to put the garbage out on a thursday i mean it's an alley they didn't have to go far to go but they grabbed they just grabbed, popped over and grabbed it for they grabbed my camp for me that's nice yeah that is nice uh then another 1985 okay uh Smash, smash hit. Everyone loves this movie. Breakfast Club. I've seen this. The Breakfast Club. Is that Club. the one you haven't seen? <laughs> seen The Breakfast okay. Club many a times. Yes. I threw it on. I, I I can't tell you how many times I've watched the movie. Probably, we're, we're, we're above the, the teen. We're into the teens, maybe even the 20s of, of how many times I've watched it. Mm. I love it. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. Even, Not? Even that silly scene with Emilio dancing around and stuff. I, it's yeah. just fun. Yeah, not, not, this is one I watched a couple years ago, maybe. Not that John Hughes comedy I think you think you're in for, unless you've seen The Breakfast Club before. It's a, it's a good teen drama. It's a, it is a very, it's just a good movie. Yeah. And, and yeah. Um, and then, uh, finally, and I'm gonna, I wondered if you watched this, it's new to me, 2006, The Benchwarmers. No, I haven't seen this. I thought about putting it on because I know it's a baseball movie. Um, it's Mark, like I, yeah. I, 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 uh, I laughed a lot during this movie. I'm putting it into the cash. I, and like, like I always like caveat everything. Sometimes you're just in the movie and you watch the right movie at the right time, mm-hmm. or you watch the right movie at the wrong time. You know. Yeah. The Benchwarmers. I'd never seen it, and I've passed over it a hundred times. You sure. And I saw the runtime, and it's a it's an hour twenty five. Yeah, baseball movie. And man, I there's some dumb stuff, but there's some funny stuff. I mean, the premise is silly, but I really enjoyed it. Who are the three guys? It is Rob Schneider, okay, David Spade, and John Hedder. Okay, and I really feel bad for John Hedder because he is just like Napoleon Dynamite, and he was clearly. It's just like he's just being Napoleon Dynamite again, kind of. Yeah. And he really has no range. Um, and I don't know if it's his fault. Uh, or he just gets cast in that doofus role. Now, Napoleon Dynamite wasn't a doofus, but when you're being Napoleon Dynamite and not named Napoleon Dynamite and doing kind of that gosh mm-hmm. thing, you're being a doofus. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm giving it a cash rating. I had fun. And, like, we talked uh, at Bad News Bears. Some people just look good throwing a baseball or swinging a bat. Yeah. Rob Schneider can play baseball, man. Yeah. Uh, so, I the premise is, so he's, like, a good baseball player. And he has these two, like, hang-on buddies. And they challenge, like, a Little League team, right? Yeah. Like, t- three on nine. That's roughly the, yeah, that's roughly yeah. the premise. And so, yeah. but Schneider's got some chops, huh? He can... Th- I think he might be athletic. Yeah. He can throw, he can hit, and he looks good running. He, you know who he looks better than running? Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is one of the worst movie runners I have ever seen. Yeah, man, that guy, I mean, he's never had a run in his life. And then all of a sudden, like, now you're in movies, you got to run. <laughs> you don't just pick up running, like. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, so th- that's what I watched. And, the pitch and, warmers. Uh, yeah, so one one... One cash, though I know Commando's a cult classic. Sure. Uh, cult for a reason, though. Yeah. I mean, if we look at the Rotten Tomatoes, it's it's Rotten. Uh, probably. Yeah. yeah. And then two and then, and then two caches. I bet Ebert 
or um, Siskel. Siskel agree or, with you. There was Siskel, Ebert, and, and Roper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I, I might check out the bed. It's always on when I'm scrolling through Netflix. And you know me. I sometimes just feel like a like a like a sports movie, a baseball movie. Yeah. I want to see. It's a it, and it, it's in your wheelhouse for runtime. Yeah. Hour twenty five. The premise of it is like so it's three on nine. You, get, you can round out a cast. <laughs> you can got you gonna have these guys team up with. I, I have seen this. I was like team up with another little league team. Yeah, I'll throw it on. Uh, I, I saw some movies myself. Uh, let's see. Okay, 1973, Martin Scorsese's Mean Streets. This is a. Uh, is this your theme? Was is Scorsese? This is not. Theme? No, this okay. is just a movie I threw on one night. I was like, I've never seen this movie. I like Martin. I've Scorsese. never even heard of this movie. Uh, early Scorsese. This is like, a, and then I, I want to see what other people thought about this. Like, this is one of those like, watch out for this kid. He's. He's the next great, you know, movie director. It's like, this is his masterpiece. And it's like, I have watched this for the first time in 2023. I'm like, he gets better. <laughs> but, oh, it's a good movie. Yeah, get this. It's about um, mobsters in New York. No. Yeah, so. A little out of, a little out of his box, yeah. yeah. Great De Niro. Great De Niro as, like, uh, I forget his name. He has a funny, like, uh, kind of, like, um, gangster street name he plays uh oh no he, he's just uh he's Johnny Boy Johnny Boy he's, he's kind of this fuck up guy and he's friends with Harvey Keitel Harvey Keitel is kind of you know torn between you know he's going through some stuff it's, it's really just like a slice of life for these guys in, in New York in like 1973 uh it's good it, it is a very good movie it's I don't think it's like Scorsese's like I definitely like I'm watching this after I've seen like Goodfellas and Casino so I'm like eh, it's fine you think you think uh, De Niro's like ever just like at a coffee shop or a cafe with his family and and you know or and they're like planning their like vacation or like what they're gonna do and then he, and then he gets a phone call and he just sees the caller ID and it's Marty Scorsese and he just says stop I'm doing a movie yeah just says Marty yeah <laughs> just clear my schedule I'm yeah. doing a movie is De Niro in the new one Paper Moons or whatever it's coming out I don't know I. I've kind of avoided the trailers. So I was like, yeah, come on, I'll see this. I'll see this when this comes out. So I've been uh, not watching as many trailers as I used to watch. Yeah, I haven't watched any of the They I give too much away now. I'm sure that's a, you know, it's complete. People have been saying it for a decade, but it's yeah. finally bothering me now. I'm it's like, finally getting to you. Man, just don't. Why do you have to. You show too much. The um, so Mean Streets. Okay. Uh, two other movies. New to 2023. So I'm going to put these on my list. I saw uh, Renfield. That's fun. It is. It's a fun movie. Good Nick Cage. He's hamming it up playing Dracula. I like the other guy, Nicholas Holt. He's fun. This was okay. It, it's good. It's campy, but then sometimes it veers away from camp, and that's kind of when the movie's at its worst. I was like, it's it's at its best when it just embraces that this is like a campy kind of action comedy with lots of blood. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's okay. It's on streaming now, so worth a stream. Um, okay, also new to this year, I saw John Wick Chapter 4. It's a cash movie. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like a nice Chapter 4 to the John Wick saga. Um, I was thoroughly impressed with the three-hour runtime of this movie. That's all I'll say, because, well, it's on DVD now. Oh, might be a bit early. Might be a bit early. Yeah, okay. It might be a bit early. Unless we officially, unless we put it in the title, 
I'm gonna. Yeah, it might be a bit early. I think a lot of people are doing just kind of like hold off and things come to streaming so fast. Let it come to kind of hold yeah. off. And uh, say fantastic action sequences. I some of the best action sequences of, of this franchise. Um, they're incredible and just really liked where the story went. And much like all the other John Wick movies, just great world building with like the characters they bring in. They always introduce a new character yeah. and or two or three and you're like this is great. Oh, every movie there, there's a side when I, you know we do that category what character most deserves a spinoff you could pull at least one but in most of the cases two or three from each one of these movies and just be like yeah I'd like to see more about yeah. that guy. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to see more about that girl. And uh, the Wickverse is so intriguing. We are there. Okay, not spoiler, but there is some um, update. I think when we did John Wick Chapter Three, Parabellum on the show, I had mentioned that there was a continental television show coming to stars. That obviously it never came. I thought it was Peacock. It has now been officially. It's coming to Peacock this fall. So that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think there's a big name behind that. Uh, in it, either writing or directing. Oh, okay. I know there's a. Big name in the cast. Yeah, I want to say it's like it was like a Ryan Johnson or something was like involved in in the writing of that or something. Could be completely wrong, but yeah, Martin Scorsese. (laughs) So De Niro. Yeah, (laughs) De Niro plays uh, the concierge of the Continental in this one. And you know, I mean, it could be any any Continental, I suppose. Sure. Uh, but if it's Marty, you know it's got to be New York, the fifth character. <laughs> um, okay, and then I did do another theme. This is everybody's favorite uh, uh, little bit I do with a great title. I watch uh, three movies that are somehow related, and then I rank them three to one. Uh, this is not a director theme. This is a um, this is a studio theme. Um, I watch some Marvel movies I had not seen in preparation to eventually see Guardians of the Galaxy. So I, I just kind of play catch up. Um, okay, coming in, bronze medal, still on the podium, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. This is bad. This is, if it, if it was a field of four, this would not be getting a medal. Uh, it's just a big CGI mess, it's, it's, it's nonsense. Paul Rudd's fine, uh, so is John the Major. Like, the actors are all good, it's the story's nonsense. It's, it's a thing in MCU where, where you, we got to build to the next one, so we just have to have this 20-minute section of just info dumping on us. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a big CGI mess. Uh, did not enjoy. But still walk away with the bronze. Silver medal. Man, I didn't really think about these two. Okay, I'm going to go silver. This is also from last year. This is in the same vein of, uh, what was it called? Uh, what was that werewolf marble thing? Oh, um... Something by this, yeah. Well, they had a werewolf thing, yeah. Last October, it was really good. This was their Christmas special, the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Not as good, still a lot of fun. Uh, really felt like they were stretching to meet that 45 minute runtime, but it's still fine enough for, for a holiday special. Um, Great soundtrack, as you'd expect from a Guardians. Um, and, you know, it's about the, the meaning of Christmas. And it's also just cool how they... I don't know if they were filming, like, this was before Guardians, or like, as they're filming Guardians 4, but, you know, for this little 45-minute little thing, you get 
Chris Pratt, Dave Bautista, all, you know, the whole the whole crew's there. So, um, yeah, check that out. Second place. And then third, I saw this also from last year, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. This is good. It's not great. It definitely is missing um, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, like, just, you know, unfortunately him dying. And then having to put that into the movie, and now it's like this three-hour movie, and it's... A, it, that part of the movie, you kind of, like, as you're watching, you're like, yeah, I felt like they scrambled with this one. And, you know, it puts a lot on, you know, an actress I've never really heard of, like Letitia Wright, to be, like, the star of a movie because the star died. as uh, kind of a big ass. But there's some cool action, you know, sequences in this, but uh, in the grand scheme of Marvel, it's, it's not one of their better offerings. So, but now I can go see Guardians of the Galaxy three and feel like I haven't missed anything unless it's really heavy about uh, one of the shows that I'll be lost uh, if it's, well, I if didn't it's see big it. on Falcon and the Winter Soldier I'm like I have no idea I, I didn't about. see any of those three and I saw Guardians 3 and had no issues so. okay I hear I've or reviews I've read I feel like this I felt like the thing was like this is pretty contained to the Guardians world. Yeah. And not, yeah. like, you don't have to know a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, even Wakanda Forever, there were parts where I was like, I feel like this is from a show. And then I had to look it up. I was like, okay, this is this is from a show. Like, this it's can't... impossible to keep up now yeah. with all the side movies. And, like, like, I was planning on watching the Guardians Christmas special, but I'm not watching a Christmas special in June. Yeah, and I missed it around Christmas time, and I was like, oh, "I'll just wrap it around, and catch it next, next Christmas, next Christmas." Yeah, um, and then yeah, I, yeah, I just like, any Marvel anymore. I'm just other than Guardians. I'm just not super interested, and just all the shows. It's just it's just too much. Yeah, like do I want to watch Invasion? Yeah, kind of looks cool. Yeah, um, but I don't know. Invasions does look cool, but do I need to go catch up on Wandavision? I don't fucking know. Yeah. And you quit worrying about it and just watch what I want to watch. I'm not going back to watch any of the shows. I've so I've caught all the movies. Are these movies getting lower ratings like Doctor Strange because I didn't watch WandaVision? That's on you, Marvel. Yeah. Just make a movie. Yeah. John Wick 4, I don't feel like I had to know a lot about, you know. I feel like I could have just jumped into John Wick 4 and still been like, that's a dope movie. I now want to go back and watch 1, 2, and 3. Well, that's the difference, though. They have three movies. Marvel yeah. has... It's not Avengers One, Avengers Two, Avengers Three, Avengers Four. You kept, you know, you're catching up on to watch Avengers Five. Yeah. It's Avengers One through Four. Thirty-eight other fucking franchises. Oh sure. And in sh- TV shows, it's insanity. These two, the three movies I watched. Well, one's a Christmas special. I do think it is like like it feels contained, but I do was like, okay, I think this is a part of the thing that there's something in it where I was like. Okay, I think this is connected to the movies. And I wonder if it's in Guardians 3. Um, there was, like, one big, like, plot thing uh, in it. But you could just watch it. The two movies I did, those were movies, like, 23, 24. Not including the shows. Gosh. So, like, crazy. yeah, if you just... If you were someone right now, and you were like, I like Paul Rudd, I want to jump into the... I want to I jump into this. Like, do you have to go all the way back to Iron Man to feel like you're caught up? Like, when can you jump into, like, the Paul Rudd movie and be like, okay, I feel like I understand everything. And, you know, to the John Wick thing, I go watch John Wick 4, it makes me, would make me want to go back and watch. Or, I know this is the Mission Impossible. I watched Mission Impossible. I'm not a huge Mission Impossible guy. Fallout came around. I would probably go, uh, Ghost Nation, 
Ghost Protocol came around. I was like, that was dope. I'm going to go back and watch the other Mission Impossible movies. Doctor Strange, it ended. I was like, I'm mad that there was a... That I have to go back and watch shows. I'm not going to do it, but it didn't make me excited to go like, oh, I should go. Maybe I should go watch WandaVision. Yeah. I was like, that's stupid. That so much of this movie's like lore is based on ten episodes of the show. Maybe that's how people felt about El Camino, the Netflix movie about Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody just flipped that on. It was like, I don't understand any of this. <laughs> I gotta watch Better Call Saul. What? <laughs> Uh, speaking of franchises that may or may not make you excited to go revisit the past, we are kicking off <laughs> sequels that took longer than Avatar. Than, thir- than 13 years. Than 13 years uh, to come out with the, with their next entry. And we are doing, in preparation, meaning the theme, but also we have a new Indiana Jones coming out this month. Um... Uh, so, we are watching the 2008 sequel to, or, what am I saying? It's the fourth movie, 2008, Indiana Jones. The last time they did a movie was in 1989, and that was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Uh, Indiana Jones Last Crusade was directed by Steven Spielberg, who had directed the uh, previous two. Uh, stars Harrison Ford, Sean Connery, uh, Delholm Elliott, Allison Duty, and River Phoenix. When Dr. Henry Jones Sr. suddenly goes missing while pursuing the Holy Grail, eminent archaeologist Indiana must team up with Marcus Brody, Sala, and Elsa Schneider to follow his father's footsteps and stop the Nazis from recovering the power of eternal life. Indiana Jones will ask you say, the man with the hat is back, and this time, he's bringing his dad. Good Father's Day movie, <laughs> which is coming up in a week. Was this your first time seeing Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? Oh gosh, no, no, Mark. I think um, it's either Raiders of the Lost Ark, Last Crusade, or Return of the Jedi are probably the three movies I've watched more than any other movies in my life. Wow. Um, what do you think of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? Love it. Do you hate watch it? I love watching it. It's high on your list. You're like, I hate. This I movie. love it. And when when um, I was like, okay, I gotta do watch my movies for the for the podcast. I was like, well, I've seen Last Crusade hundreds of times, and I'm not exaggerating. Sure. I don't probably need to watch it before I watch Christmas School, and then I said, oh no, I'm fucking watching it, and. Uh, Jane was watching it with me and she was laughing her ass off. I was, I mean, I could quote that whole movie. She's like, how many times have you seen this? I'm like, don't worry. Were about you it. like Will Smith and I Am Legend? Who's watching Shrek and you're just doing every line as a <laughs> Yeah, it, pretty much, yeah. 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 And I mean, yeah. Love it, love it. Indiana Jones is one of my top favorite, like he's probably like in my top five fictional characters of all time. Like, I love Indiana Jones. Is this your favorite franchise? It is so neck and neck with Indiana Jones and Star Wars. Okay. I do think Indiana Jones edges it. Yeah. Last Crusade or Raiders of the Lost Ark? Raiders. Okay. You're right. Yeah. I also, I, I have not seen this as much as, as you have, but I've seen it before. I, I rewatched it. It's probably the first time I've seen it in, um, gosh, I don't know, probably 20 years or so. Yeah, probably high school, yeah. Um, it's great. 
there was a point I, I was like, man, I've heard the argument. Is this better? And I feel like after it ended, I was like, it's a high number two, but I can't put it above Raiders. So yeah, I, I, mean, I still go Raiders and um, Last Crusade. But I mean, this is this is a this is a five star movie. This is top Spielberg. I mean, yeah. I'm slowly piling together. Speaking of my letterbox list, a ranking every Steven Spielberg movie I've seen, and yeah, this is, this is a top. I think this is top. I think this is four. I think it goes right now. I have it: Jaws, Raiders, Jurassic Park, Lost Ark. Great movie. I mean, it's just it's yeah. a perfect movie. Yeah, I mean, I like. You know, if, if you told me you like Crusade more than Raiders, it'd be like that's fine. Yeah. But like for me, I like Raiders more for the submarine scene mm-hmm. when he and they're like, "Where's Indy?" and the music cues and he's swimming across the fucking ocean yeah. and getting on the submarine. I'm like, this is that's it. That's the scene for me. Mm. But yeah, I, I still love Crusade. Yeah. Yeah. I. I love this movie. This was this was fantastic revisiting this. Um, great Harrison Ford, great Sean Connery. They have a great little thing. Uh, man, and you watch this, and it's just so much fun. You know, we had done National Treasure last year, and I think we 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 like National Treasure, right? But it was a little like, oh, something's just silly, something's convoluted. The, the Nick Cage, of, I don't. Know, this just seems so like. I'm with them. I'm on this journey with them. Yeah. I like the mystery unfolding. I don't understand it. I'm not a, I'm not a historian. This could all be made up for movie time. But I'm I'm in the journey. Like they they bring me into the world and I and I'm I'm in it. Yeah. Um I I love the I don't know, it's, it's fun. It's an archaeology it's an archaeology movie. It's like about history. It's from the time, but I don't say supernatural, but there's like I these movies are great because it's like, oh yeah, he goes on these fun adventures, but then it's like, some spooky shit happens yeah, at the end. Always something that you can't really this explain with science. India, yeah, Indiana yep. has seen he's seen some stuff. Yeah, I love that opening. The opening scene's fantastic too. The uh, River Phoenix as a young Indy. I mean, you need to watch that scene again. And I don't have a whole lot of experience with River Phoenix movies. Oh, or or. Like I, that's the only I can even name with him in it. Yeah, but you stand by me. It's probably like okay, yeah, stand by me. But you're like, man, River Phoenix is was fucking good. Yeah, he was a fucking good actor, and it is a shame we lost him. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. Stand by me. I I know I hadn't seen it, but he did uh, my 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 private Idaho. Um, I don't know if that was like an Academy Award, but I know he's like praised like for that role. And Keanu Reeves is in it. I've never seen it, but then and then I know him as. He was in Young Indiana Jones. He plays that. Uh, and then just, like, how in one scene we had so much, like, indie backstory. Or, like, not backstory, but, like, you know, stuff being answered. Like, him just falling into a crate of snakes. And you're like, yeah, that probably traumatized you. Yeah. That's a... Kind of the, like, the little origin stories. But yeah. Not, not a... We don't get a... Like, that is our origin story. Right. Of getting Crusade. He and, gets his hat and... But it's not in the... Like, it's not in that... That uh, formulaic... Um, Superhero movie origin story right. scene you always get. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, oh, this is why, and this is why, and and like when he's in this cave, he's like, it's just a snake, and you know, and you're like, oh, at one point he wasn't scared of snakes. Right. Hour later, he is. <laughs> uh, Forty-eight million dollar budget, gross four hundred and seventy-four million dollars, eighty-four percent Rotten Tomato, 
based on 134 reviews, uh, consensus reads, lighter and more comedic than the predecessor, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, return to the series, to the... Oh, brisk serial adventure of Raiders, while adding a dynamite double act between Harrison Ford and Sean Connery. That's absolutely that great chemistry. Yeah. So, we think we just get these three movies in the 80s, we go about our lives. Sometimes you throw it on. And then all of a sudden, 2008 rolls around, and we get Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Spielberg's back. Harrison Ford's back. Karen Allen from the first movie is back. George Lucas is back on as a writer. We also get Kate uh, Blanchett, Shia LaBeouf, Ray Winstone to round out the cast. Set during the Cold War, the Soviets, led by sword-wielding Irana Spelko are in search of a crystal skull which has supernatural powers related to a mystical lost city of gold. After being captured and then escaping from them, Indy is coursed to head to Peru at the behest of a young man whose friend and Indy's colleague, Professor Oxley, has been captured for his knowledge of the skull's whereabouts. Indiana Jones and the King of the Crystal Skull, the adventure continues. Was this your first time seeing Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull? No. I um, think it was my third. I think this was my first time sitting down to watch this movie. Okay, you're a big indie guy. You said second, potentially, 1B franchise. In all your time, growing up, middle school, high school, you go to college, did you ever be like, man, I need, I need more indie in my life? Yeah. Were you I mean, excited I, for when this was announced? Yeah, I was absolutely just ready to, ready to go. Yeah. yeah. I so yeah I had seen Indiana Jones. wasn't like a huge you know they, they were good movies but I, you know, I didn't love Indiana Jones or anything and then this movie gets announced I'm like that's interesting. This we're and people now kids right there are kids who were born in 2008 who probably listen to this show religiously. They don't get it. This wasn't a normal thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Like to. To knock the dust off right. of something like this, right? They're in, they live in a world where, where you get Maverick and like Scream and uh, you know requels and all yeah. these you know, things being rebooted. But oh, but we have the original cast still in it. Like a movie to come out twenty years later. Like I don't is that unheard of? Hard pressed to th- think of. It's another. not unheard of, right. but yeah, it's yeah. Mm. I guess we I guess we were coming off the heels of H two O, so. <laughs> um, hundred eighty five million dollar budget, gross seven hundred ninety, seventy seven percent on Rotten Tomato based on three hundred eight reviews. The consensus reads: Though the plot elements are certainly familiar, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull still delivers, the thrills and Harrison Ford's return in the title role, is more than welcome. Um, Sorry, good. What did you like about Crystal Skull? I I just liked the return of Indy. Um, I liked the cast. I thought, I thought the journey was good. And, and, um, and, and I thought the story was good. So, yeah, like, I, I mean, yeah, it was more indie for me. I liked that. Kate like Blatchett, I, I absolutely love Kate Blanchett, no matter what. Uh-huh. So that was great. I'm like, oh yeah, Kate Blanchett. I know, great cast. 
Good, yeah, good story. I liked it. Good setting. You know, we're like, ah, oh, we're out of Nazis, we're into the Soviets. All right, let's do it. Where are you one of these people, were you, that was like, this movie This movie sucks and it ruined. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, had, I was positive on this movie the first time I saw it, yep. And yet you got rid of the DVD. I did get rid of the DVD. Yeah. Um, this is my first time seeing it, and I was like, what the hell were people talking about? This is fun. Yeah. This is a fun movie. Uh, I love indie. Harrison Ford is a great action hero. Like, he's just perfect. You talk about, like, uh, you know, earlier you watched Commando. Like, you know, the thing we like about Commando, or one of the things I think makes Arnold, like, so, it's just, like, quips, you know? It's like, ah, oh, this big muscle man, he's killing people, and he says, like, Indy's just, you know, he's got quips, he says stuff. Um, I love his, like, he's just a teacher. Yeah. He's just a professor, yeah. but he's... Yeah, he's seen some shit. He's a, he's, yeah, he's got this all. He has alternate, you know, ego. Marin saw a, a Templar knight and two hundred million year old Templar knight. Or whatever. Yeah, and then like he leaves that and goes, "Well, rent's not going to pay itself." Right. <laughs> like, then he right. goes back to work. It's just like, yeah, I'm a school teacher. Um, I love love the opening scene. You know what I like in movies? And they do it great in this. And I, I always like when this happens, when this is done well in a movie, is like when there's bad guys. And this is the Soviets, right? They come, they raid um, the, the, the bunker, right? Mm-hmm. It's, Air, it's Area 51. Area 51, yeah. Yeah. And then Indy's explained to them like what he needs in order to find it. And then also like they're kind of working together. I like when that happens in movies. Yeah. I like when the bad guy's like, oh, you're kind of excited. Like, wow, this guy's kind of... And then you're like, Hey, these guys aren't that bad. It turns out they're pretty bad. Pretty bad, yeah. Pretty bad guys. Um, I like, uh, yeah, it, it, that's a fun reveal when, um, uh, oh, she was her name. Um, who's the mom? Uh, oh, Marion? Marion, Marion, yeah, Marion, Marion. Her little reveal in, in the jungle, that's fine when she shows up. And, uh, yeah, just some great indie action set pieces. I like Shia LaBeouf in this. I like Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. I, I really do. Um, and I think he his performance in this movie is good. Uh-huh. Um, but there's some things we can talk about in the negative part. Sure. But, but yeah. Yeah, I like Shia. Yeah. I like setting this in... Uh, what does this take place? 50s? Right? Yeah, it must be... Yeah. So, Greasers, like that Greaser era. Yeah. Uh, Must be the fifties after coming coming out of the war, out of the war. We and then we get a little back history on India. He served in the in World War Two. Yeah, that was that was kind of a cool thing. Like, yeah, because everything is like during when you know the 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 you know raiders and Last Crusade or is the rise of the Nazis, right? So it's kind of like there's probably fighting in Europe, but yeah, maybe they haven't invaded Poland yet. I don't know. He's seen, he's seen the Grail. He saw, he opened a box with the Raiders of Lost Ark, and he saw all those ghosts thing melt people's faces. He saw a man reach into a chest and pull out a heart. Then he goes on, he saw Voodoo. He's a war hero. He's one of the most uh, respected, I don't know, men by the government for what he's, you know, accomplished. And then he just goes and he runs third period. I'm like, yo, <laughs> that, that's the, cra- I'm not complaining about it, that's just wild. Yeah. <laughs> that he still has to have a job. Um, and he's even teaching, even in the like the chase scene on the motorcycle. Yeah, I like that part where he tells the guy, 
I'm questioning. He's like, read this instead. Yeah. Like, <laughs> remember, get out of the books. <laughs> should have told your dad that when your dad crushed your <laughs> dreams on being an archaeologist. Yeah, crushed my archaeologist dreams, yeah. It's like, sometimes you gotta get out of the yeah. books. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go out there. Um, yeah. Yeah, a lot, I mean, you know, we, we talk a lot about the actors in the movie. This is a, a part of, like, the indie franchise, though. You can't really talk about all the positives. I talk about the score, and that's just great still. I, like, Watching this, like as it as it went on, I was like, "Yeah, this." I feel like I'm watching an indie movie. It feels updated. It looks some of it will get in the bad, but like that opening scene where they're in, I guess Nevada, that looks good. Mm -hmm. Like it's shot, but it doesn't look. I don't know. It's shot in a way that it feels old. Like what I'm watching is old, but it looks so crisp. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Just the way there's there's this particular shot where it's it's. Ford on one side, Cape on the other. They're doing a face to face. The background is like the skylight. And it's like it's a fantastic shot, and it just has this, like it looks old, but it looks new. It looks great. Um, one of my favorite things in this movie too was I like if if you watch after watching the Fableman, I'm very now like the Spielberg like oh his process of like making movies, and now I'm like oh how do you figure out how to do that. I like this in the first indie. I like it in the fourth indie. I hope it shows up in the fifth indie. They got to go from one country to another. We zoom out. It's a map and it's a red light. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a cool. That's, I like yeah. that. Um, I like that too. Yeah. Uh, what didn't work for you with Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Well, you know, I mentioned the positives of the cast and stuff, but I, I feel like one my biggest negative was. This they seem some of these characters seem shoehorned in, uh-huh. and uh, and not really necessary. I mean, I loved Ray Winstone's character. Yeah, he was necessary. Like Shia LaBeouf, liked his performance. It just seemed like such a weird thing to shove Mutt Williams in here, in the way they did. I I thought there might be just a better way to get Marion back in. Yeah. To the movie. I... Okay. Yeah, I agree. I don't mind Shia LaBeouf being in it because when you watch it, like... Indy has a, Indy has a sidekick. Like, whether it's uh, Sean Connery or, you know, whether it's uh, Short Round or, or his own dad. Yeah. Um, so I don't mind that he had, like, a sidekick on this. I don't mind that it was Marion's son. I didn't like to reveal that that's his... That it's Indy's son. Yeah. Indy doesn't seem to be, like, the guy who's just, like, so you, not that I mean he didn't know right he he leaves her but then just like never knows he has a son yeah yeah I, I didn't like that plot point I feel like that and then to not have I feel like they were setting up for like the end was like okay so my watching for the first time I thought so Mutt Williams was like supposed to be set up to be the new Indiana Jones but the movie didn't do very well so they they squashed it but the ending was like no, Indiana Jones, Indiana it's Jones. It's still Indiana Jones, yeah. yeah. So you didn't need a Mutt Williams. I'm curious, what f- does Five address that at all? Yeah, I, I, does, Shia, does Mutt Williams show up? Does Shia LaBeouf show up? I'm, I'm curious, too, like, yeah. what what the deal is with that. I mean, I I think I've already heard that, that Karen Williams is not in it. Right, and um, they leave married. And, and so... <laughs> yeah, he leaves her again. I, I mean, I think Five's going to be great. Uh. But, yeah, I'll be interested to see where... The, the the continuity goes yeah. with, with 
the franchise and their characters. Yeah. I should update. Last episode, I said I thought it was Sam Mendes who uh, Sam Mendes who directed this. It's a uh, James Mangold. Yeah, I think did Logan and uh, yeah, yeah, I think he cleared it up in the show. Did okay. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if I looked it up afterwards or dare, but yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I did like that. And then uh, my biggest gripe. I don't mind the alien stuff at all. Like, rewatching Last Crusade, like, anybody who's mad about the aliens is like, every movie, like, weird shit happens, so why not aliens? Especially because I also like that this is set in the 50s. This is, like, Area 51, and, like, kind of, like, this, like, now it's kind of bringing a sci-fi, like, alien sci-fi, like, uh, element to it. I don't like the execution of it, I guess. Like, the end. I Really, I'm, I'm into this movie. I think this movie's great, and then the last, like, 20 minutes happens and that's where it loses me yeah the last 20 is kind of weird yeah and I agree with you like I'm fine with the aliens and too like this was like what was it 08 06 08 08 this era of the 2000s yeah. was that was a popular theme of TV and re, and um, and like your your you know you now we're kind of like in the true crime era sure but that was like Ancient aliens. Yeah. You know, that was like the thing. Did aliens bring technology? Did aliens build the pyramids? That was really hot in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. The early 2000s. So that thematically, like, it was in the time. But I agree, like, the last the last 20 is executed weirdly. Mm-hmm. Um, and a part of it, I think, has to do with... And this is a negative for me that kind of, like, piggybacks on that. It's like, okay, it's 2008... Guess what? We're bringing Indy into the CGI world. That, so yeah. now we're... And, and so some of that stuff just... It wasn't classic Indiana Jones visual things. Mm-hmm. And I think it was because, okay, we're in the CGI world now. We're doing this. I'm Spielberg. I made a fucking dinosaur come to life. I think so this was, is what we're doing. It, I, it's so disappointing because this is the guy who did Jurassic Park. And, you know, I was praising that, that the opening scene and how, like, well it's shot. And then to get into... The jungles, it, it's just... It doesn't look good. Yeah. The, the jungle scene is bad. Yeah. And so... And that, it's long. And so I'm just like, man, this is, it's a CGI mess and it just doesn't look good. Um, I didn't like the ants. I like the idea of the ants, but the, the ants didn't look good. And, oh, my... <laughs> The monkey scenes were ridiculous. Like that's so stupid. Stupid. So like, stupid. Yeah. Did he befriended the monkeys. He's not a tar. He's not Tarzan. This is not yeah, Tarzan. Yeah. Exactly. And he caught up this convoy. Yeah. Just and, so these monkeys could drop in and, and you cause a crash. You can't swing vine to vine. Oh. In in a, in a, in one direction, it's not possible. <laughs> it's not fucking possible. Yeah, you gotta. You know. I mean, with aliens, you gotta keep me grounded in the physics of the I movie. I know though. it's so funny, like how you know we can. We can stick on something like right. that. We're cool. We're cool with this other goofy shit. We're cool with like him surviving an atomic <laughs> explosion. But you're swinging with monkeys on vines. Fuck you, yeah. it's Spielberg. This is bullshit. <laughs> like, you know, like just to have some like monkeys in it. Like, that is so. He he gets caught. He gets he goes up there and then he like swings in with an army of monkeys. Like he's the like this hero on horseback. And just, he had like, the same hair. Oh, is that it? <laughs> yeah, the same. he looked like a giant a giant greaser. Uh, Whatever kind of monkeys those those yeah. are. Um, I didn't mind the the refrigerator scene. No, I, oh, I, I thought it was awesome. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. he's in the town. Ta- he realizes he's in this like yeah. fake town, and then just the blast comes. He pops in a fridge. <laughs> um, that's how things were built back then. Yeah, yeah. lead line made sense. 
Except for Oppen- Oppenheimer. That is that yes. he says that we, that we're gonna we're gonna see what a what a nuclear blast actually looks like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that is yeah. That is the Oppenheimer explosion. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's really what bring, like. So I'm I'm down with this movie for the first hour and a half, and then the last part comes, and it really, it really bummed me out. It, it took the movie pretty pretty far down. I still think this is a good movie. I think it's a successful movie, but it's not anywhere. Uh, that's not true. I have it pretty close to Temple of Doom in my Spielberg rankings, but this is bottom. I've only seen on my list. I've done twelve. This is number eleven. Just because of how bad the last thirty minutes were. And, yeah, yeah, you're right. The the ending is is yeah. it's not a good ending. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Dial of Destiny. If it opens, and Indiana Jones, who has now seen all those previous things and now seen an alien spacecraft fly off into another dimension from in Peru, if he is a if he's at a if he's at a lecture hall and he's teaching kids, I call shenanigans. <laughs> There's no way that guy goes back to work after seeing that. Unless Marion gets a lot of the divorce. <laughs> like that's, how they, that's how they justify it. That's how they answer it. He has to go back to alimony. He had to go back to teaching. Because there's no, like, at a certain point, the mind's, much like Kate Blanchett, the mind's just seeing too much stuff. <laughs> it's too much knowledge. I, you can't see an alien spacecraft take off and then be like, all right, well... Midterms are coming yeah. up. We gotta grade some papers. We gotta go grade some papers. <laughs> we got finals. Um, and I got one problem student, but I want him to succeed. So I, I think we kind of already answered this for you, but. So you're excited to see the sequel? Super stoked. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah. I. Uh, I haven't seen any trailers or anything, but like when it was announced that there's a fifth Indiana, I'm like, yeah, give me some more Indiana Jones. I These are. I like how they're just like. Uh, one of the reviews said like serials like yep he's just indie on an adventure I like that it's not this MCU thing yeah you know where it's like oh we gotta no it's just he he's indie he's the best at his field someone's bringing him in because he's gotta go find something involved in history but how freaking cool was that though at Area 51 and you see the broken crate with the Ark of the Covenant in it that was yeah that, that was Easter so egg. cool yeah I forgot I forgot they did that mm-hmm because I hadn't seen it in so long, and I was like, oh, that is awesome. Yeah. I thought it was what they were there for. When she comes and she's like, you know, oh. the crate. I was like, oh, are they looking for the, are they looking for uh, the Ark? And then it wasn't that. But then, yeah, you see the broken thing. Just, um, yeah. I really thought it was you know, with, the, with the metal and everything. Yeah. Um, following it in there. Um, all right. So, we're excited for the sequel. Eventually, it's got, I mean, Harrison Ford's... 80. 80? He's 80 years old. Okay. Yeah. Is it time for a remake? In the next 10 years? Can, better question. Can someone else play Indiana Jones? It's hard. It's big shoes to fill, but I do think they could find someone. Yeah. I, I think I think the character is strong enough that they could put someone in that role. We know he has enough stories because... What we know about Indiana Jones is that the, he he's done this hundreds of times. Like the man goes on adventures, mm-hmm. so you could do a lot of stuff. Send the, I mean, pre World War. I mean, now we know he served in the World War. You could actually do something with that. 
Yeah, it's just, man, it's, it's, it is big shoes to be like, someone's got to be Indiana Jones. Not Shia LaBeouf playing Mutt Williams like in a spinoff, but an actual... The character. Austin Butler is Indiana Jones. Yeah. But he still has the Elvis voice. I don't know if we're buying it. <laughs> um, speaking of Mutt Williams, what character from this Indiana Jones uh, adventure is most deserving of a spinoff? Spinoff? Maybe Oxley? I'd like to see Oxley, like, doing his thing. Uh, he, he's an adventurer of, so, of sorts. Yeah. Uh, I, I was going to go Ray Winstone as, like, the CIA. Yeah, that'd be good. Just, like, another, you know, just, a, just another mission he had to go on yeah. where he has to go undercover, you know? Um, yeah. Not not as deep as the John Wick verse with, with their side characters, but... They all are enjoyable. They they all play play their part. Yeah. But I kind of I get enough of them in the movie. Um, if they do do a indie, another indie indie movie after this, you know, in Harrison Ford is Edie, and it's like man, and now I worry about him like doing his own stunts. How about just an indie movie where he just has to teach class, and it's like a school comedy drama. It's like a school of rock. Yeah, like a school of rock. Or maybe like a Dangerous Minds. Oh, yeah. He to, he's, he's indie. He has to teach archaeology. They pull him out of retirement uh, to teach troubled youth in the inner city. Yeah. And, I mean, he, he, fish out of water tail. If the timelines, like, if like a year in our life is, a, you know. So, okay. This is like the 50s, we kind of said. So, if they kind of follow, like, same amount of time has passed... This should take him into late sixties, early seventies. Yeah, I'm curious on where they go with this. In the yeah, timeline. so if they did that, like he, he could be going like yeah, like or he has to do, like hippies or something, like free love and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. And he's just like, hey, this all belongs in a museum. <laughs> yeah, he can do that, uh, Mister Copta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I can't wait. Indiana Jones, he says like huge sideburns. <laughs> <laughs> uh... What do you think of the title? Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Long. It's very... It's, it's a lot of words. Long. But they're all long. Yeah. And that's the Indiana Jones thing. They're all long. Temple of Doom. We got Raiders of, of the, the Lost, Lost Ark. Ark. Last Crusade. Last Crusade is the shortest. That's actually Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I mean, it's the same as Raiders of the Lost Ark. It just feels so much longer. Yeah. More syllables? It's tough to say, though. Dial of Destiny. I, I, it's clean. That's cleaner, yeah. I don't know how I feel about Dial. I mean, I'm sure the movie will get into it, but Dial of Destiny? That's not that fun. You know, Call of Destiny? <laughs> dial of Destiny. It should be like, I don't know. That's like, the thing at the end of the movie. It's a rotary phone. It's a phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the last, you know, because Last Crusade wasn't like, um, oh, the crusade of, like the grail of the crusade. It's, it's just, it's about the Holy Grail, but this is the Last Crusade. Yeah. Kingdom of the Crystal... It's just too long. They were looking for the Crystal Skull? I don't know. Something tighter. Maybe something tighter. Um, I'll judge Dial of Destiny when I see it. If, if, if a dial plays a big part of it, I'm okay with it. But just right now, it's just dial. I don't know. I don't know why I have a problem with dial. Dial D for Destiny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Alright. So, I don't know. I guess we kind of compared this to... Um, Last Crusade, but 
in doing the show, we've now seen all four. Based, uh, we you know we did Temple of Doom, and now we've done this. So in it, we've done all four. Would you watch this one above any others? If you were like, I got two and a half hours, I need to put on an Indiana Jones movie. I think at this moment right now, I would go Crystal Skull over Temple. Okay, because I enjoyed it so much, and not having seen it in so long, I kind of want to even revisit it one more time here shortly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, at right at this moment, right now, I would go Crystal Skull over Temple. Interesting. I probably so in my Spielberg overall ranking, I actually have these. Right next to each other. Temple and Queen of Scroll. They're both, to me, like, I gave them both three stars. I was like, these are both good. They're not in that tier of, like, the other S, S tier. The S tier. But these are both yeah. pretty enjoyable. I think through the whole thing, I, oh, man. I'd be curious to go back and watch these watch these two back to back. Because I don't think this is a bad movie at all. And I think I actually have probably more problems with Temple of Doom than, like, I thought I did before we did the show. Um... But definitely wouldn't watch this over like Last Crusade or, or Raiders. But I can see myself throwing it on again. Yeah. Um, and then finally, so Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, a fourth entry, 13 years, wait, no, more than 13 years after uh, a whole Avatar length later. Did we need it? I'm going to say no, Mark. Oh. I'm going to... As you state the question, no. Did I need it? Yes. Did we need it? The royal we, yeah. No, we yeah. didn't. We were good after Crusade. We were good. No. We didn't need it. Man, it's... This is going to be... This is, this is like a kind of a cop-out answer, I think. Because I'm going to say this. My... I, I hold the right to change my answer based on the success of number five. If number five is really good, then I go, yeah, we probably needed this. We, we needed this, like, stepping, stepping stone, stone yeah. to get... Because otherwise it would have been way too long, right? But it's kind of nice you have, like, this 13-year gap, you know, 2008 to... So, 15-year gap, like, instead of going 30 years, right? Or whatever it would have been. Um, that... Being so, yeah, like, yeah, we didn't need it. But if that movie sucks, I'm like, yeah, we played it. We probably didn't need Old Man Indiana Jones. Um, I think it's a fun movie. I think it's really good. It's not, I don't know, it's probably not as, it's definitely not as good as Raiders and Last Crusade as people think. I think it's probably a lot closer to Temple of Doom than a lot of people want to admit. I don't think it's, it's weird the way people talked about this leading up to it and then, like, even going online and still people like, oh, this movie's trash. I'm like, I don't see it. Like, how's this a, how's this a half star? How's this? It's, it's Indiana Jones. It's, it's a yeah. lot more of the same unless I, that CGI really just kills you. Or Shia LaBeouf. Or Greasers. Um, yeah, but... Those that have never read The Outsiders <laughs> don't um, get it. They just they don't understand. Yeah. Um, it's also fun. His name's Mutt and Indiana Jones was named after the dog. You know, yeah. I was like, that's a nice little Yeah, it's a, it's a funny little... Um, I'd say that's probably a little Easter egg. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to say we... Didn't need it, though. It's not bad. It's not bad. This is fun. No, it's, it's good. Fun. I, I like it. It's a good movie. I recommend people watch yeah, it. But, you but know, you ask the ask question. I got to. You're you perfectly fine. Answer. You're perfectly fine with the, with the three, those three together. That's a great trilogy. Yeah, this fourth one in. It's divisive, I guess. But and probably too much time had come back. You know, if this movie come out, if if you had 
a fourth movie come out in like 1992, then the franchise you just be like, oh, it's just part of the franchise. But then when time passes, you go, did we need to revisit it? You probably didn't need to revisit it. Yeah. Uh, but it's fun to see Harrison Ford in that hat. Heck it's a, yeah. It's a good hat. Good hat. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you have thoughts on Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal, if you want to write me and just say, you guys are wrong, this movie is trash, it's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life, you know, you can send it. <laughs> I'll read it. Yeah. Um, send the manifesto on, on your hatred yeah. for the Crystal Skull. Or, it. if you're on the opposite end, you guys, no, those people are wrong. I'm glad you guys are finally speaking up. This movie is perfect and it's above Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's not what we're saying. But if that's what you heard, email us. That's cool. Podcast yeah. at gmail.com. Um, you know, send us a note there. Uh, what are we doing next? Oh, man, Mark, you you played you played right into this for me with this theme. <laughs> yeah. Because I've had these, I've had this movie. Are you picking Avatar? No. <laughs> I have had this movie, these two movies... Ready, ready to go, and and coming up with a theme for them was hard. Okay, yeah. So you you got you got the theme for me perfectly, yeah. Mark. We are watching. I can't remember what year we were watching. The Color of Money sequel to Hustler. Yeah, this was Hustler is one of my favorite all time movies. Yeah, I'm stoked. This was when I was when I kind of thought of the theme. This was the one that kept like popping up of like oh you. Color Money came out 15 years, 18 years later. Uh, I know you mentioned, I was like, there's definitely options in this theme. Um, so many. Yes. But, yeah. all right. Good. I have never seen The Hustler. And I think I've only ever seen Color Money, like, on, like, TNT. Me, t- me I, so I've seen The Hustler many times. Well, not, probably, like, ten times. Yeah. Color Money, I think I've seen, like, broken up on commercials TNT. Yeah. So I, I'm excited I've to seen. get a clean watch. All right. I think Color Money's streaming on Amazon. Hustler, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We'll find it. So yeah, I know it's available on streaming. Yeah, don't watch if you're going to watch along with us. Don't watch Hustlers, <laughs> Jennifer Lopez stripper movie. Or do, unless that's the third movie. We just don't know. <laughs> we'll find out at the end. Uh, Paul Newman. You want to make sure they have Paul Newman. Yeah, in Paul Newman should be in it. <laughs> Are we sure he's not in Hustlers? I'm not sure. With what they can do with, uh, well, CGI, um, deep fakes. I mean, if we brought Carrie Fisher back. Yeah. So. AI, man, it's 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 a, it's a hot button issue. Yes, it is. Too big for this show right now. So we'll get into it with Color of Money. I'm, I'm sure Color of Money is going to have a lot of AI talk in it. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and pool. And pool. Yeah. Billiards. So, uh Yeah. Tune in for that next week uh, or next episode. Till then, don't be that guy. Guide to sequel remakes. You should all own a bullwhip. Put your hands down, will you? You're embarrassing us.